I love films in general, but um, but I definitely do have um, a loving affinity for the scary genre. Um, I grew up loving, um, you know, watching horror films and uh, and you know, I guess like 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 a lot of the directors out there, you know, um, the, the the scary movie genre is definitely the best genre to break out with. You can really prove yourself. You know, all the directors that I admire starts out with um, a horror film. And, uh, and and I definitely have a true love for it, and um, and it's definitely like the one genre that really allows you to do things outside of the box that most other film genre wouldn't let you or can't get away with. I think that's really cool, and I think it's really fun, you know, like um, to scare people, uh, to scare people, and let them enjoy the film, and uh, and then you know at the end of the day you walk out of the theater going, oh, you know, I, you know that. I'm safe. I'm in, you know, I'm back in, in the real world. But uh, but for that two hours, you know, I was out on a roller coaster ride. See this hat right here? It means something to me, cat. Go ahead. <laughs> See this emblem? Welcome to Speak All Evil, the podcast you were warned about. I'm Trent here with Kevin, Kat, and Dave. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. I'm not going to do the whole Halloween rundown every week, just in case you're wondering. I've already done it a couple times, but you can just, let's just say this, just mark your whole calendar Halloween weekend. That is Speak All Evil weekend. Mm. We have more events than I want to go through every week. Follow us on Instagram at Speak All Evil Pod and stay up to date. You're just going to want to save that Saturday and Sunday night, Halloween Eve, and spend it with us. Follow us on Instagram for more details this week. It's Kat's uh, James Wan Universe Week, yeah. is what I'm calling it. Sure. Did you have, is that, what are you calling it? I called it, oh, these two films look like I'd want to watch them, <laughs> kind of a week. And they uh, just so happened to, uh, coincide together in the James Wan Waniverse. Yeah, the Waniverse. We're all just living in it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's James Wan's universe. Yeah. Uh, well, the easy one for me. I'm just going to be over here hanging out. Why don't you uh, take it away? 2018's The Nun. When a young nun at a cloistered abbey in Romania takes her own life, a priest with a haunted past and a novitiate on a threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate. Together, they uncover the order's unholy secret, risking not only their lives, but their faith and their very souls. They confront a malevolent force in the form of a demonic nun. Now, we all know that the way that I go about my picks, uh, so you know, a lot of the time I, I pick movies that I've never seen but always wanted to and that I like that I want to experience with the pod you know for the first time I just want to have my first time with you guys um sometimes it pays off and sometimes I don't think it pays off as well I would say that this one for me did not get the payoff that I specifically wanted um I had high hopes for this nun why I'm not sure, I, but yeah, what it was looked, it that gave you the high hopes? It looked scary. It looked spooky. It did look you know? scary. It looked spooky. Like when we wa when I watched The Conjuring, I was like, "Ooh, who's that bitch?" And I was like, "I would watch a movie about her." Little did I know, it wasn't really you know kind of what I was barking for. But 
Um, I thought I was in for some spooks. Unfortunately, I did not get said spooks. It seemed like the whole movie was just kind of based on jump scares that aren't very jumpy. They were kind of predictable, not very scary to me. This The nun is a scary looking uh, being for sure. Uh, but I just wasn't really a... I just wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of the what Far Farmiga, yeah, the Farmiga sister. I wouldn't say sh I I you know like American Horror Story. I thought she was fine in that. This one it wasn't very believable to me. The only part that I mm. liked her in is when she was like maniacally like screaming and running down the dungeon hallway like away from this nun. That was the only time I like believed that she was like afraid of of this whole situation. Um, and then it just like, she just like went back to mediocre, a mediocre acting. So it was kind of just lame. There was no, there was kind of some gore, like bloody drips. There's the hot French Canadian man, uh, no scares. I didn't really care about the story. It was like, oh, Catholicism. Oh, demons. Oh, we've seen it all before. Um, I hope you guys liked this film a lot. Wow, I'm going to uh, come into this as probably the biggest fan of The Nun this week, I guess. Mm. I have your back this week, Kat, by the way, just right Thank off. You. Right Thank off you. Thank you, Kevin. You, are, you know, I appreciate that. I'll always tell you the truth, Kat, just so you know. I will never <laughs> suck up to you uh, just to make you happy. I'm not sucking. Simple alert. I'm not sucking <laughs> up. Uh, I didn't, I, I, I liked this movie a lot the first time that I saw it. And, and I was tepid because I, I'm not a huge fan of the Conjuring universe. I think that you nailed it, Cat. Like, it is very predicated upon jump scares and just like, let's just misdirect. And then, oh, that was scary. But I, d I think that this movie does it, does it well. I actually didn't like it as much revisiting it. And I saw this in 2018 when it came out, and I thought, you know, this might be something I'd revisit. It's a brisk, like, hour and 36 minutes, which, you know, I thought, okay, great. Uh, but upon a second watching, I found, the like, the dreary cinematography and, like, the tones that they put on the film to be very tiring and to actually be disengaging as I was watching the film. Because there's only so much that you can watch like these really like, you know, black and white tones. Like I, I honestly, I, I, I yearned in this movie for some color, mm -hmm. for some like vibrancy to happen in the film. Uh, but, you know, overall, I, I love, I think it's Tasa or Tasia Farmiga. Mm -hmm. I love her. She's great. I think she's fantastic in... American Horror Story season one and in season three with Coven. Uh, we are the people that have always lived in the house with Ale uh, Alexandria Daddario. Mm -hmm. I think she's fine in that. But like she's always very like subdued. Very like, you know, and it, it blows my mind that she is Vera Farmiga's sister. Because they like I assumed when I first saw her that she was that they were like mother and daughter. That's what I thought. They're yeah. twenty three years apart. Interesting. So their family had a lot of kids, and apparently, like they were still fucking effectively for a long time. Good for them. Um, I disagree. I thought that she was great in this. I mm. and maybe I'm a little like predisposed. Uh, I think she's a, a wonderful actress. 
Um, uh, the con- I have a really complicated relationship with the Conjuring universe. Um, but overall, I thought that this was actually a really interesting story. Uh, which you said you did not. You had a hard time following. I enjoyed following it. I also love watching something that's part of a universe that is hinting at other parts of the universe. And I think that this movie had a lot of hints and, you know, ties into other parts of the universe. So I think that Juan has done a good job in terms of the Conjuring universe with that. Um, not like one of like, it's nothing that I'd put like on a pedestal for like a must watch, but I, I don't have as many problems with the nun, uh, that I thought maybe I would, uh, upon first watch, second watch, a little more skeptical, but I think that this movie is good. I think it's well done. I think it's well shot. I think there are, I would disagree. There are some good scares in this. There are some that caught me Mm. when she's in those tunnels and yeah. they're doing the the footsteps, and there's the, like there, there are so many not quote unquote nuns in this movie. There's one following her, and then one comes out of left field, literally. Uh, that it scared me. It got me. Mm-hmm. Like there were plenty of those. So, uh, it's it's not like an A plus, but it's it's not a dud for me. Trent, you know me pretty well. How many uh, James Wan films am I a fan of? None. Nice. How many people in this movie even had a Romanian accent? None. I rest my case. (laughs) Now you know. You know. I. You know. I. I felt like I went into this differently. I've been watching uh, some older. uh, I've been trying to dig up some witch movies. I have kind of a witch week next week, Mm -hmm. and I watch all this stuff from the seventies and the eighties, and I give it this pass that I don't on other stuff like this um it can have terrible acting i expect that from that stuff but i realized this week that like when i go in to pick a film i am a curator of a museum that's that's what i'm that's what i'm picturing myself as yes that's what i'm thinking of i'm thinking of from this real criterion kind of thing i'm trying to find the outskirts and the real Deep stuff and and cat. I realized this week that you pick movies like you're just picking a sandwich. Like it's it's like whatever. Like you'll probably have another sandwich tomorrow. I, I don't know. Call or maybe even even later on tonight you might have another sandwich. So like, what's the big deal? All we do we have a podcast about sandwiches. So why would we worry that much about our picks? And you know, just like try something because you've never tried it. And I realized that, and I like that about your style for your picks. Oh, thank he, you. Yeah, he I wasn't thought, meaning I was that like, as a diss. It's no, like, yeah, Kat was no. like one foot out the door <laughs> right like, there. No, no, I, no, I, I didn't mean it as a diss at all. I'm just saying that we we pick differently, yeah. and I like that you pick kind of on a whim uh, or something that you saw before. Maybe you won't see it again, but you'll check it out because it makes us more well-rounded. Um, thank you. And I actually liked The Nun more than I thought I would. I had turned this movie off back in the day. It had a lot of hype when it first came out. Uh, there was a banned trailer from, uh, it was banned on YouTube because it was too scary or too violent or whatever. And that was the whole press. Yeah. That was the press that led up to the movie coming out was this banned banned trailer. Yeah. This, this trailer was too extreme. So we had to take it down. So I wanted to do it with that. Like, okay, this is like real extreme next level. They must have taken that part out. Crazy shit. And to me, 
watching James Wan's evolution begrudgedly, um, <laughs> I see that this is like an exercise in making some beautiful set pieces. Like all the all the church stuff and everything in, in this looks really good. Yeah. Um, and I I did like the conjuring. That's maybe the only one. I mean, I kind of like Saw, but it's like first so. One. I like the first one, but first I think, if I, what, I watched yeah. it now. Would I still like it? I don't know. But I did like The Conjuring. I think I still do like The Conjuring. I like the jump scares. This is easy. It's fun. I was thinking of it like a sandwich. Like you just, it's just there. It's some sustenance and uh, it is horror. And we talk about horror. We should talk about this. And the only thing I don't like about James Wan things are the CGI guys are really not self-aware at all. Because they go over the top, they go too far. His climaxes are so like you see too much. It's too mm-hmm. gratuitous for like the monster. Like the first half of this, I loved how you didn't see that much. Everything was shrouded in in darkness, and that was scary. And I wish that was the climax. And before that, it just built tension. Because like the reason why people used to get like a big hard on for I, I still do for practical effects and even in the most excessive amounts is because people put blood, sweat and tears into that. Exactly. It's not like you're just on a computer right. tapping in some code mm-hmm. and you have this monster. So when they go gratuitous with it, it's just like, what are you doing? It's really self-indulgent. That's my only uh, criticism of this as far as gore goes. I liked a lot of the creepy imagery. I liked a lot of the creepy settings I liked it for what it was. It was just like this creepy cemetery, Vatican, religious mumbo jumbo. Yeah. I thought it was decent. Yeah. I mean, this was an unexpected bright spot for me of the week. When you said Insidious and The Nun, I was like, I'd never seen either of them. And I thought, well, I could I could probably enjoy Insidious. I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the nun, I was mad. You yeah. hadn't seen either. Uh, I hadn't seen either. Now, um, I, I think that's funny you mentioned sandwiches because I think of the James Wan universe, and this isn't directed by Wan, but this is all part of the Waniverse. I think if if the 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 Waniverse is like Papa John's pizza, mm-hmm. you order it, it shows up, it's pretty shitty. You got some garlic butter sauce. Nice. You're at an event. You know your 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 nonprofit agency has to feed fifty people. <laughs> Call up Papa John's. There you go. You get it done. You got something in your stomach. I have no use for it. I, you know, this week is is just a, is gray to me. It's just nothing. It's not. It's not bad enough that I can have fun. Um, they're not bad movies. I mean, there's nothing bad really. I guess about them. They're just like totally worthless and like nothing. You know, just the most disposable shit you could imagine. So, with with that said, I did like the Nun a little bit. You know. Compare it's like it's kind of hard because it's like uh, which which hammer did you like to get hit in the head with? Um, I like <laughs> you're, so, I, you're oh the worst. I prefer you're the not. worst. No, I prefer the <laughs> not. This is which the thing. Hammer? Would you like to get in the head with? Yeah, I did. I thought that the nun at least had some some. I I liked the way it looked. I liked the dark. At least this takes place in a dark Romanian convent. You know that's cool. And you have the actual, the titular nun, the evil being or whatever. I forgot that. It's a demon. I for, yeah, I know. It's not really a nun. I know. But I, I forgot that that was in The Conjuring. I don't, I don't really care about in that. In The Conjuring 2. 
I didn't even it's, know it's that the this Conjuring was two that brought us. Oh, it's two. Oh God, that what, one! What I hate that universe, one. I hate that one so much. I didn't realize this was part of the Conjuring universe, not just the Waniverse, but this is part of the Conniverse, uh, <laughs> in, in a very Conjurverse. convoluted way, convoluted verse. Um, but I, I liked like the the nun looks like if Marilyn Manson fucked a penguin. That's what the, the scary naughtiness looks like to me. He came with zingers this week. So it was you like, would. It was kind of cool. You would fuck a penguin. Uh, and I just, I, I thought that it was, It's. I don't want to say it's original because it's just a, a bunch of hackneyed cliches of, you know, a hundred years of horror movies. But to me, it's a little more original than, I don't know, some of the wand stuff, I guess. I, I just, I thought it did have a mood. I tried to watch this like it was an old Italian movie. And I, I, it's it's too new to appreciate the eccentricities. It's too new to be like, oh, this is like kind of a cool vibe. Because we do forgive a lot. Because we forgive those... a lot. Those. So yeah, that's how I kind of tried to watch the nun. Like, what if it was thirty years from now, and I was trying to appreciate, you know, stuff like I will do on an older movie. And as far as that, you know, I I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of scary. I thought I didn't mind the CGI that much. Um, I thought some of the showdowns and the battles of. I thought the effects were not bad. I mean, not the worst thing. I didn't really buy the the actor, the lead actor, Father Burke. He's been in a bunch of stuff. We saw him in uh, um, Godzilla versus King Kong. We saw him in other things uh, that we've talked about, Kevin. 2020 Grudge. Oh, Alien Covenant. He was, he was in that. In. The accent seemed to come and go. A little bit with yes, that guy. This is uh, this is an accent. One minute, uh, yeah, yes. yeah. This is a very accent-free. One uh, minute just he's do got. What you want today? Yeah, one minute he's got the accent. Then he doesn't. I don't know. Um, but I I can't say I hated it. I I guess I, I don't know. I don't even know. I can't believe I'm saying that. I did hate it, but I didn't hate it that much. You yeah, hated it. How less. many times has Trent liked one of your picks? How many episodes have we had? The answer is I none. loved Mary Mary. <laughs> no, I loved sorry. Mary Mary Bloody Mary. <laughs> I went None. down the rabbit hole. I watched. I watched the two other again. films by that director. I liked it so much. That was a great. Pick. Okay, thank you. Yeah. What I will say is that what we have to understand that Juan is doing, and and you just said making this. a lot of money. Yes, that's you, what he's doing. You just said yeah. this. So, but when we look back on this thirty years from now, so a lot of times I think as horror fans we compare things from now to 30 years ago. But 30 years from now, we honestly, there could be a generation that's looking at the fact that James Wan potentially made one of the biggest horror universes of all time. Right. Like I think right. what he's out to do is to make like a universal universe. Uh, and, and by universal, I'm talking, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, Creature from the Black Lagoon, like all these. He could be doing that right now. We just don't know. But you just nailed it, Trent. This movie was $22 million budgeted. And it made, it made $366 million. I can't believe so how much. So as crazy. snobbish as we like to get on this show and as picky as we like to get, this movie Astounding. Is, it's, it's Astounding. literally keeping our genre going. Yep. It is James Wan the came bills. from what Saw was made for what half a million dollars two hundred even the other like, movie whatever. we're going to watch it made a hundred we're going to talk dollars. about tonight was not, was only like was it like a million and a half bucks or something yeah yeah Insidious this is twenty two that's a lot for one exactly but, and you make back yeah, almost seven hundred million a hundred like one point five million and it made a hundred crazy million. crazy like, I think he so, got buy one got one free hey and. 
And one of the things that I love about the the Wandaverse, he just keeps bringing in people and elevating them. So he'll have somebody as a screenwriter that's also acting, or he'll have somebody that is doing cinematography, and then he'll let them direct. He's cutting like, corners, Kevin. He's cutting corners. He's trying to pay no, less he's, people. He's looking out for his homies. He's a cash he's grabber. He's a song and people. dance cash uh, grabber. I I, I picture him in a boardroom being like, and someone just pitching him like a loose script of something. He's like, yeah, go with that. Film it. Film it. Okay. You next. I thought we liked James Wan sometimes. Mm, no, no, never. I don't like never? I, I do. I have your back. No, crap. All, I, I was thinking, actually, this week, if you just removed the entire universe from mm-hmm. history- yeah. Nothing would matter. It wouldn't matter at all. You wouldn't lose anything. You'd lose like the first Saw film. I don't want a universe from horror. I'll take a sequel if it's necessary. Yeah. If you can do it, sometimes sequels are better. But a whole universe where characters tie into this and that, especially when it's done not as thorough as you could have done. This has nothing to do with The Conjuring other than they slap the actors in at the beginning for one at second. Right? No, no, no. Slap no. them in at the end for one second. Yeah, what? okay. The you end. Guys, yeah. You guys aren't paying attention. Sorry that you guys want to watch your eighty slasher flicks and uh, just have it be like. Hey, I brought in two brand new movies last week. I mean, it's not about the time period. I can't help it. You know? uh, the the, the, the Wanderverse is clever. I feel attacked. It's much more clever than you think. Here's the thing. I didn't really like this movie. It's not like I'm like defending yeah, this movie. He's defending for you. I and I and Kevin's my ride or die. I love him very much. But it I'm not saying James Wan is the greatest filmmaker of all time, but I kind of um, like Malignant. <sighs> no, Malignant. I hated kinda. Malignant. Oh, you I hated it? Remember? I love Malignant. No. We don't Did we talk about we this? Didn't yeah, talk about yeah, it. you didn't like it. Well, Nick That's James Wan. That's your made boy. me watch it multiple I, times. I thought I it was it. fine, like a Papa John pizza did the job. Yeah. That garlic butter, though, every once in a while, every once in a while, you get a, you dip that shit in, you get a pe- big whole pepperoni, a piece of crust in the garlic butter. Yeah, it's good, yeah. and you're satisfied. There you go. But it's not substantial. Now I felt substantiated gourmet. by the other pick this week, so I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Well. I mean, I thought I thought this movie, which, by the way, written by Gary Dopperman, who brought has brought us all three Annabelle films. Oh, brought us, wow! Both, <laughs> both it one and two. So it okay, one okay. chapter one, and he's bringing us okay. the new Salem's Lot in twenty twenty three. that just oh. got scrapped. I think didn't it? <gasps> Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, Did not good. Um, I thought oh. that Corn Hardy, the director, did a great job. Mm. Hey, have you I seen agree. The Hollows? The Hollow. The Hollow yeah. is great. The Hollow. I haven't seen that. I heard oh, it's good. Oh, great. it's fantastic. It's great. It's I want to see that. Okay, yeah. But again, that what I was saying is like, want, what? say what you will about the quality. Throw your Papa John stuff out there all day long. But Juan is pulling people up and giving them opportunities in our genre because yep. they're making movies and he's looking out for some of the little guys. People that are doing indie films or were a cinematographer or were, you know, maybe second director on another film. I appreciate that. We yeah. have to appreciate sure. that. Sure. Maybe that's where he's going wrong is because I feel like if he just made Saw and he just made The Conjuring and he just made... The nun. The first one made of malignant each is is the best one always. <laughs> right, and then he yeah. just goes too far. That's why we feel like he wants to make money is because he milks it 
so hard after he gets an idea that's good, but then the next ideas aren't as well thought out and, and they're not as well executed. That's when it's just on the conveyor belt to me. It's just product. I, just, IP. I disagree. I think the effort put into the best connecting these movies and this universe together. I think we have to respect the fact that he's not just in for a cash grab. Yes, he did go on to do Aquaman. He did go on to do the, a Fast and Nothing Furious movie, oh, which no. was, you know, he was getting paid. We Any of us would do that in our trades. There's nothing wrong with the... If the Fast and Furious franchise wants to hire me, I'm for sale. <laughs> just yeah, to put exactly. it out there. But I think I think you're discounting how much effort he has put in into connecting these movies together and making them... An actual universe. I, I, that that takes effort. Like uh, that takes cleverness. There's a lot of clever things in the Conjuring universe that you you maybe haven't noticed, and I'm it's it, not from a judgment standpoint that you haven't noticed that does deserve some respect. That's one thing that I I wanted to ask you, Kevin. I know that this is I di- I didn't realize that the nun was part of the Conjuring universe until I looked into it. I would like if you wouldn't mind. Maybe you could tell me how how is this part of the Conjuring universe? Because the Conjuring universe, in my understanding, it's about the real life paranormal, uh, the real life paranormal investigators, right? The couple they were put out of business by cell phones years back, but they were real. <laughs> so yeah, how so, does this fit into that? So from just a an, an actor standpoint, you have Tasia Farmiga. Farmiga, who's playing the lead, Sister Irene in The Nun. Yeah. And her older sister plays Lorraine Warren. Okay, the Warrens. As part right, of the yes. Warrens. Right. In They're the hacks Conjuring in universe. real life. Ed Lorraine Warren were the grifter, real... Grifter hacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really made famous by the Amityville Horror, which was the first thing that brought them into prominence. Okay. Uh, so the way that The Nun fits in is Valak is the demon that is prominent in The Nun. What Sister Irene and I think his father Birch uh, are going to this convent to, to do is a nun has hanged herself. She's the last nun at this convent, and she's hanged herself to save uh, uh, save herself from being the last possible human vessel that could be uh, a human vessel for this demon. She's saving us, basically. Yeah, to bring to bring itself out into the world. Right. Um, but where Valak fits into the Conjurverse is in The Conjuring 2, you have a, a really scary sequence where you have the nun show up. And it was a very visceral sequence from that particular movie. Uh, so how it fits into Ed and Lorraine Warren is Frenchie, who we haven't really talked about. Frenchie is the French-Canadian the cat briefly mentioned at the beginning. Frenchie ends up this is total spoiler territory, but Frenchie ends up being possessed by Valak. And you find out that his real name is Maurice. So Maurice goes on to be possessed by Valak, and then Ed and Lorraine Warren end up trying to exorcise oh, okay. him. Okay, gotcha. And as the exorcism is happening, okay, because like it shows you Sister Irene has similar um, visionary. Mm-hmm. You know, similar um, senses like L- Lorraine Warren does. Right. As they're trying to exercise Maurice, Valak shows her, Lorraine Warren, like Ed's death and also shows, uh, shows Lorraine visions of the house 
that would end up being in the Conjuring one. Okay. All right. So, I guess. Oh, you well, know what? Speaking of though, uh, the Conjuring two. Sorry, I'm sorry if that was long winded, but no, you, no, you I asked the question. No, no I, I wanted to know. No, I appreciate answer. that. No, speaking of the Conjuring two, I saw that one in, in the theater. Dave, you and I went to that one. The three of us, Kevin, you, you, no, Dave, you weren't the first one, but you and I, Kevin, saw Conjuring two. Oh, we sure did. And then I saw Conjuring two with Dave. The scariest part to me of Conjuring two by far was when uh, Patrick Wilson performs "I Can't Help Falling in Love" by Elvis. <laughs> I mean, I almost went to the bathroom, didn't come back. I was like, this is the worst, bro. This is the worst. I think Dave was in the bathroom and he came back and I was like, you just you missed should've... the worst thing I've ever yeah. seen on screen. That was scary. Well, the one thing that you guys keep mentioning is you keep referring to him as the French Canadian. And there's a reason for that. It's an amazing one-liner that this movie has. It's totally off-tone. I don't, it's out of nowhere. And a demon is uh, prejudiced against the French. <laughs> mm. uh, mm-hmm. The demon calls him uh, a Frenchy or a French Frenchman. Or, you Frenchman, yeah. And then he was like, "I'm French Canadian." And then he yeah. kills him. That's how we know he's French Canadian. Yes. Well, no, he says it before that too. Yeah. Well, well, that's how I. But knew. Th- there's yeah, two like totally out of place laugh lines like that. There's there's that, and then there's the sight gag when Father Burke and the the sister are first being taken to this place, they put their bags on the truck because they think they're getting on this truck and the truck drives away and you just see the, the Frenchman with a with a horse. He's like, ah, oh, no, we're riding horses. And the truck is driving away with the bags. It's like this weird like comedy scene. That's supposed to be funny. You guys don't remember that? I mean, Frenchie is basically... I thought it was funny. Frenchie <laughs> is the comic relief in this, which yeah. is bizarre, but also he's super horny. For, yeah, he's sitting Frenchie on the Frenchie is horny. Horny for nuns. Well, I, I feel I like she's the, questioning her nunhood. Yeah, I liked all the nun. I like to see the. My favorite part of it was all the the Catholicism stuff, which is just this reduces and, it to just pure mumbo jumbo. But there is so much mumbo jumbo in Catholicism. I kind of like Catholicism because of all the mumbo jumbo, and I just think it's interesting. And I, I don't throw the entire baby out with all the bath water, you know. But I liked that element of this. At least it was something more than like. Um, the next movie we're going to talk about, which doesn't even have that grounding in any kind of you know real thing. Uh, what is it? Mary points the way. What if what if this was just a religious horror movie? If it was like a mix between like devils. That's what I was. Uh, and yeah. Some of the the scarier moments in this. Yes. That would be amazing. They, they, they could have gone harder. But it's when they try to tie it into the universe. Yeah. That's where the story. That's where you end up having no narrative and the dialogue doesn't make sense. They're just in these situations. Um, I disagree. I th- I think. I mean. I'll I'll give you guys grace because you have not followed. Thank and you, Father. Definitely have not been fans of. I've seen every single movie you have. Grace, the amount of times you have whatever to. we're going to call it. I've seen all. Why do you guys think I have not seen any James Bond movies? I've seen every one multiple times. I, I, I but I don't think. But I mean, you didn't pick up on a lot of the things in this one. And it's because you're no, not I didn't like engaged. them. I didn't say I didn't pick up on them. I said I didn't like them. I didn't like the way he did well, it. Well, I, I appreciate it. I I respect it. I appreciate it. I I think he's done a good job. I'm not wearing a James Bond hat. No, it's you're not wearing a over hat. my this head. Is easy. That's how you watch movies. Like, it's not over my head. Easy, Dave. It's getting wow, a little heated in this you're room. Coming hard tonight, dude. <laughs> just watch The Devils. If you want to watch a horror movie about Catholicism, yeah. you can just watch The Devils, which is a real story, instead of this thing but you know it <laughs> devils to me i i wish it went more dark and evil like this did like a mix of the two would be really nice yeah yeah 
Forgive me, Father, for Cat has sinned. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you got anything else to say for this one? No. Say it. Say it. None. Oh! How many more words do you have? None. Fuck. I'm so bad at the the pun. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> I was not My second pick for this week is James Wan's 2010 film Insidious. this one just settling down into their new home parents josh and renee and their two sons experience terror when their eldest son falls off of a ladder hits his head and slips into a coma after reviewing with the doctors and finding out their son has no head trauma the two parents have absolutely no idea what happened to their son after horrible indecipherable events start to take place the two take the help of a paranormal investigator who brings the family sinister and horrifying news about their boy that makes the coma the least of their worries now this was a spooky scary story that i could get into this week we got demons we got astral planes and projectings or whatever possessions ghost hunters the whole lot. We got the weird red face creature. What's it called? Lipstick face? Yeah, lipstick face. Yeah. I thought he was scary, to be honest. Um, I I hate to say it. I had a nightmare about this movie. Wow. Tell, do tell. I will. Um, I just remember that it was scary and he was in it. Huh. I smoke a lot of weed. So I usually don't dream. Right, that'll which keep is, the dreams away, you know, sure. Which I prefer. Yeah. <laughs> um, because of like the sleep paralysis things that I go through. And also like, I don't need to dream. I'm I'm living it, pal. Um, so yeah, so that kind of fu- I think that's what fucked me up the most is that I had a nightmare about that lipstick face man. Um But I uh I just this one really got me. Uh it relied similarly to the nun heavy on the jump scares for sure but the jump scares in this one got me i'm wondering if it was like an environmental thing where it's like i watched this one you know with more lights off you know less kind of like outward things going on so maybe it affected me a little bit more also nick really loves this movie so he was watching it with me. I made sure to like save it to watch it with him. And he kept like jump scaring me through the whole thing too, where it was just like something was nothing was going on. He'd be like, bah! I'm like, you son stop. So maybe he had a hand in me being so frightened from this movie. So maybe it's his fault. Um I felt there was more of an interesting story, like a more interesting background going on with like the astral projecting and all that fun stuff. I thought the acting was great. I thought it was stacked pretty well with like 
people that we see a lot in horror films, Patrick Wilson, Daddy Wilson, as I'm going to call him. He was in it. He's was in The Conjurings. We had that that lady was the paranormal investigator. She was just in the anthology that we watched. Um, so that Lin Shay. Yep. Um, so I just everybody was great. The ghost hunters were there for like the comic relief. I liked those characters a lot. They added some humor to it. I just thought that this was a really well done spooky demon ghost story. I was very happy that it got me so good this week. So I I'm, I agree. am excited. I agree. To hear. When you said indecipherable, I mean you nailed it. <laughs> That's I think that nails both of these movies. There we go. This is okay. So I've decided that now and I'm gonna get confused because this one, Insidious, is not part of the conjuring universe. But no. it, it does star uh Patrick Wilson. Daddy Wilson. So he's the main character, one of the two Warrens in the Conjuring universe, and he's the star of this, but this somehow is not in the Conjuring universe. This is the the horror version of the Law and Order universe. It is a dun, dun. these are all yeah, they're haunted procedurals. <laughs> I'm calling it this is horror haunted procedural. procedural. Yeah. It, it you go down through tick tock tick tock boom boom you know every single thing right down through they do it's very rote it's very through the motions haunted house poltergeist uh, poltergeist unit this is you know SVU poltergeist unit I would love that. um just boring as all get out um I've seen everything before a hundred times um, not that that necessarily in itself is bad but in this case it is just had nothing I hate the way it looks why does it look like that. That look, like what? the Saw movies look like that too. I don't know, like Criminal Minds is what it looks like to me. That I don't know what it is. It's sort it's of like two wa- HD or something. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like it's all washed out. The colors are just so washed out. I, I I'm not technically um, knowledgeable enough to describe what it is about it, but it just it looks bad to me. Uh, follow the voice. Follow the voice. I mean, Carol Ann. I thought Carol Ann was you know going to show up at some point. I love Poltergeist. Just, um, I did. I did like the ending. Yeah, I love Poltergeist too. Right. This is the Papa John's version of, of Poltergeist. I liked the ending. That I will say, Wilson say. Um, but the only thing is, like, the ending is cool. But the only reason it ends the way it does is because it has to be part of this multiverse that the insidious. That, that I guess that's a whole different universe than Conjuring, even though it's all the same shit. It's all procedural. It's just all by the numbers, by the book. By the book, Munch. That's you know, mm. that's what this all is to me. I did not find any of the the minor charms of the nun in this one. Just thought it was brutal in a bad way. I remember liking this movie a lot. This is a movie I wish I did not revisit because when I first watched it, I thought this was great. I thought it was scary. Things just kind of like flew by, and I was fine with it. Some things were a little sus. Uh, as far as like what's actually scary, uh, lipstick face. Uh, when I was checking out the cast, when I watch these movies, I always check out the cast and see who's in it and see who has been in other movies we talked about before. And I, I just look down and I see that someone is cast as lipstick face, which means <laughs> they just put fucking lipstick on his face like Darth fucking Maul. Which I also thought was a lame character. I uh, thought you made up li- lipstick face. I didn't know that was the no, actual. No, it's on. Yeah. It's on the actual the casting of the thing. Okay. They're like that transparent that they don't even care. Uh, but 
I guess that's that maybe my perception of it. But for real, he is Darth Maul. Uh, I I'm not scared of him. I like some of the jump scares. I like that James Wan does jump scares because I like jump scares. Yeah, They're cheap thrills, uh, but I like them. And I always like the first half of his movies. Whenever he gets to the outro, he goes too far. It's like, just give us a little bit of something and resolve the story, and I'm good. But to me, uh, it was too much like Poltergeist. It was too much uh, cookie-cutter, like, ghost story with some jump scares that made it a little... It separated it from the pack a little bit when it first came out, but I didn't think this held up. This movie does remind me of Poltergeist, obviously. It also has elements of The Exorcist. It has elements of the Amityville horror, although in this film, the family does the right thing, where they get the fuck out of Dodge the minute they think that something's wrong, Mm -hmm. even though it doesn't still work out for them. Yeah. I love this movie. I think that this holds up. I think that this is as close as you can get to to, to doing an homage without doing a remake. And I think this is better than the Poltergeist remake that they tried to do. I think we should appreciate this. I think the acting is fantastic. You have Patrick Wilson. You have Rose Byrne. You have Lynn Shea coming in. So I also, Dave, like you, loved this movie when I first saw it. And hadn't revisited it in a minute. And when I did, again, like The Nun, I was a little bit disappointed. Like, it doesn't hold up as well. But not because of the scares or any of the things that you were talking about. It's more at, like, an hour into the movie, you get Lynn Shea finally introduced as... Uh, you know, in Poltergeist, what's her name? She's the medium that comes in. Yeah, that's so you same, have yeah, like Lynn Shea plays that character in this movie, and she does this like massive exposition dump, uh, like an hour oh, in. Yes, I had a big problem with it. And then it slow the movie slows down so much after that, uh, and then they get that was, you. That they, was cheap. Yeah, they get you into the like astral projection portion of the movie. <laughs> And it's very slow. And and I will agree, I'll, I'll always, like, James Wan knows how to do it. He directed this one. So he did not do The Nun, but he did direct this one. He does uh, jump scares great. And there are plenty of points in this movie where it's scary. And then I, I thought that what, what, upon rewatching, one of the things that I noticed is it's almost like uh, Lee Wan-El, who co-wrote this with, with Wan, they almost tried to like take the all the movies we talked about, Poltergeist, Exorcist, and uh, Amityville Horror, and then they try to like put like a Shyamalan twist on it. Yeah, and yeah, that does work. Like Trent, you said you liked the end, the very and, end, and sure. I do as well. And you guys can say what you want about the flick, but again, just like we talked about in the last segment. This movie made a hundred million dollars off of one and a one point five million. Hey, I respect it at least. If you're going to do a totally worthless thing like this, one point five million dollars for there at least are you four, spend a bunch of money. Four yeah. of them out there now. The fifth one is on the way. Yes, the fifth one is pr- on the way. Yeah. Patrick Wilson, who stars as Josh, the dad in this movie, directed it. And, and the entire original yeah, cast yeah. is back. Is and, that his first? Has he? Is that? Is this going to be his directorial debut? I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming. But the Nun Two is also on the way. 
these things have legs. Like, like the Nun Two is on the way, and Insidious Five, five fucking movies in the Insidious franchise. Crazy. So they're all coming. You know, they're all still making money, and 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 like we talked about, they're funding the movies. I thought this mo- this movie to me was like a cross between the first Annabelle, which I hated, and The Conjuring. What did you uh, think of the uh, the trick or treat guys in this? The little guy, right? Is well, it the trick or treat guy, the guy from the- Trick or Treat, or maybe he was from the Tales of Halloween. Talk about the little hat. Oh, Tales of Halloween. Yeah, that guy. Like the child? No, there's yeah. a the one of the. The the guy that did the music for this did music for two seconds. No, no, the little the guy, the little actor with the with the, the bald guy with the ears. He's in this, right? Really? The bald guy yeah. with the ears? From, oh, yeah. that would be news to me. I I know that the when the... when he jumps out of when the guy jumps out of the bureau, she sees okay. the little guy jumps. That's the guy from Tales of Halloween. Oh no, is shit. it? Yeah, see, or trick me... or treat. Tales, um, which is the one where they kidnap. Tales That's of Tales Halloween. of Halloween, where Tales they kidnap the yeah. kid and they think they're going to hold it for ransom, well, but the dad demon. doesn't want it back. Okay, yeah. well, is that that's, guy? That's funny. If that's true, then it's it's interesting because uh, Joseph Bishara did the music for this movie, and he also did the the music for two segments of Tales of Halloween. And the Tiny Tim song in this. I'd like to talk about the Tiny Tim yes. I mean, Trent, situation. You know, that was a highlight. That was your pick, right? That was a highlight for sure. I yeah. texted him Tiny Tim when I was watching it's it. called Blood Harvest on Tubi. As soon as I heard that, and it's just like, low. Just like dancing. And that remind. so that I will say, I am a sucker for like things that are not in focus or like in the corners of the screen or like yeah. not a part of the main kind of situation. There's so much of that where it's just like you can see the ghosts or demons or whoever, the people, the things that are trying to steal this boy's body. Um, Just in the corners throughout, people just like walking through. And it's like, if you look, you're like, oh shit, that he's in the corner, like over there. I'm a sucker for that shit. Cause I'm like, nope. The amount of times I just went, nope, when watching this movie, because I saw them, didn't like it. Was uh was fun for me, and that's what makes me scared, and that's when I'm like that shit's about to go but down. That's the first half. Yeah, that's the first half. Like exactly. I love the first half of this, and a lot of times I critique movies on if they have potential, I'll almost be more harsh on a movie because it could right. have been so great. Yeah, it's uh, like it's like when you get 45 minutes in, you're gonna finish it, right. and you gotta bring it home. And, and and when you really like it at 45 minutes in, it sucks when some crazy CGI stuff happens and some thrown-together plot happens. Like, I think we, we all know that, like, this could have been a little bit better with a couple tweaks. Like, uh, it looks so bad, though. Looking at it right now. Just brutal. What, We're watching it, it right just, now, by the way. Just, oh, oh, just wait. This oh, I didn't get to interrupt you, Trent, uh, to tell it, you that we have been watching out. both. It's yeah. just bleached out. It, yeah, yeah. It's like just... a sepia tone. It's like an yeah. Instagram filter uh, is on uh, the film. It's, yes. it's James Wan's way. Hate I'll give you that. I said yeah, that about does, the nun. Like the that. dreary look sometimes makes the movie like less engaging. And yeah, Insidious does the same thing. Until although, like to counteract what you were saying, Dave. In the back half, or maybe the last like thirty-five minutes, 
uh, it it flips it from like this weird washed out tone to almost like over stylized. It's a little bit pandering to the mainstream, which we need. This is paying the rent. I understand that, but it is pandering to the mainstream. It, it, sure. it is, and you're and we we talked about the the fact of the matter is that James Wan has made a lot of movies possible that he had nothing to do with. When you show up and you make the kind of money that these movies have made on the budgets that you make them on, that is good for everyone. That is good for is horror film. For eating. It is good for all film. It is good for us. So no disrespect on that. That That is something that... Um, but your shit's nothing. Meaningless. A lot of people like would like to do. Earlier. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> one criticism I would have of it's one like films, and I would have this of The Conjuring one, and I realize this this episode is just devolving into like a Wanderverse. Yeah, know, it's a one. I it's like one that. Verse I think we have to talk about it. Yeah, it's one verse week. Is he does he does a bad job of introducing characters and then making them disappear. So one of my big criticisms of the first Conjuring is I couldn't tell you the name of one of the daughters. From the house. Yeah, who cares? In Insidious, where's the baby go? Where does the Great baby question. go? Where does the baby go? Yeah, the baby is the dog in this one, where you just have the dog show up like an advent calendar only in the two scenes you need the dog, and then there's no dog. That's the baby in this well, one. Well, the dog has a much but a much the dog has a better role, yeah. fact in <laughs> true, the true. advent calendar. In, yeah, yeah. In, in, in Insidious, the baby just disappears. Yeah, I thought like, there was a baby. That, what happened? There's a baby, and there's like a younger brother. You like, have to watch the other movies in the series. Like I don't think you get it. Okay, ah, this is the first one. later on. It's the in first, Annabelle the first 5, one, Dave. They you're, explain you're that. canceled because this is the first movie in the series. So I you didn't, can't you know get what? me on that. This, this movie did, uh, seeing this finally after all these years and thinking that this might be, you know, one of the better Juan ones, um, this did shed some light on Amityville Awakening, which we talked about, Kevin, on the on the Patreon. I like that movie, all right. Am- Amityville Awakening is just a ripoff of this. It's the exact same movie. It has Bella Thorne, so that's one point in its favor, but... It's just like, you know, same thing. What's that? Huh? Bella Thorne? Yeah, she's it, in Amityville Awakening. She seemed to think you were objectifying her by saying that it, it that was a good thing. I thought it was a movie. it was the one of the only good things going for Amityville Awakening, very bad movie. But it's just a rip off really of this. The, bad the, movie. the son goes into a coma, but it turns out the coma is some sort of possession. Oh. Fill in, you know, paint Sounds the rest of the numbers familiar. out. Hey, I think Insidious is ripping off a ton of movies. However, everything is ripping off everything. Movies, music, anything in sure. entertainment. Yeah, that's that's not bad in itself. Right? I think that this is a good representation of a horror movie taking inspiration from other things, and I think it's it's well done. I think it's better than than you're giving it credit for. Uh it is scary. I mean, like I just said, it's it's it has a fifth movie on the way. It's a full franchise, right? And I'm and you know I'm the franchise guy. I'm like, how how do we not turn every movie into a franchise? I'll I'll give you that. But this one warranted it, and I think it has done. If you watch Insidious two, if you watch the third one, the last key, the fifth one that's coming out, I'm gonna go see it. Oh wait, what's the one that's called? The Devil Made Me Do It. That's that the one. Conjuring three. Oh, oh, sorry, Sam. Oh, that one was so Getting confused. Bad. I like that too. I'll yeah, argue. It was like that a weird well. love story. It was weird. Either way, the Wanderverse. Take it or leave it. 
next week. Are we done? Cat, <laughs> you, you got you, any more? Uh... Did anyone have a favorite demon from uh, this okay, film? Okay, no, but you know that's the thing. All the demons are the fucking same. That's what that, and that's a problem with Catholicism too. Okay, all these movies, just like the nun, they always have like, oh, it's the demon Waka Waka or whatever. The demons are all Muppet? they're all well, the same. Well, they like, just like valid from the why nun have Bozzi. this is my waka, question. Waka, waka. Why have different names for the demons when the demons are all just the exact? It's just a stupid device no, for the movie. Once a little boy, once the fucking demons Darth the Maul, no, once like, the girl. Demon like, straight out. The, all of those things, like the little boy, and st- they're being Demeaning. controlled by the demons. So their souls, the demons have taken control over. Yeah. I would say Valak is my favorite. Valak is a real demon. You can go down the rabbit hole. Um, Valak appears in uh, some movies as like the first vampire. Uh, I like Lipstick Face Demon, the Darth Maul demon. That one was and scary. Here's why, here's why I like it. The, the person that did the music for this also starred as the demon and does so oh, in right. other movies. Right. I don't know. I thought the spooky fingers, like the long, like, you know, it was kind of like the Baba Duck. Well, it's like what I was talking about. Like, like when things are like washed out and like the sepia tone, like, I like that flash of color. And, yeah. and what they did. There. I think it makes it very effective. You know, what I thought was weird about this is the mom, the mom of Patrick Wilson's character. <gasps> also, she, the mom in she, Black Swan. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. that's so another yeah, horror me. vet. In I mean, this. it's so weird that she just like hangs out for a couple scenes, but it, in no way do you get the idea that she would be anyone's mom. Like, there's no familial relationship between there's no dynamic that she would be his wife. she just like seems like some lady who in a couple scenes she hangs out in the corner and she's like ah you're like wait that's his mom why is his mom just hang out in the corner yeah, that's one, like, that's one where i think something. there were like scenes that were filmed and cut out because and then because you need the medium when we get the exposition yes, dump you from... need the medium to say oh i know you because your mom i, I mean this that's was one like, of the things I hate most about movies is when they raise all these questions and then in the beginning of the third act is just them explaining everything. And this movie is super guilty yeah. of that. They just explain everything in this one thing and then they have the final act and it's it's over. And it's just like, oh, cool. You just sat on screen and just told me the whole story. Instead of like working out through the characters, show no, don't tell me it's a movie. You should be showing me, no, not it's telling fair. me. It's fair. I think Juan is guilty of at least post saw. Yeah, he's guilty of attempting to build suspense for the first two acts, and then exposition dumping, and then trying to make everything in the third act. I, I would agree with that. Next week, Dave. All right, I'm Finally. God next damn. Week. Can we? Uh, Great. Can't I, wait. I picked some stuff that was like, it's near Halloween time. We're just going to have fun. Pumpkinhead. Woo! Oh, yes. Stan Winston, classic. And Boom. Superstition mm. from, I believe, 1982. Not familiar. Very uh, excited. Superstition, I think, is only for rent on Amazon Prime. But uh, it's amazing. 